What are you doing over there? You gotta fix the fucking mic. You're not. Say hello to everybody. Oh, come on, man. You're recording. <laughs> I'm Rusty. I'm Scott. Fixing my mic. Scott's in the middle of fixing his mic. We're, uh, yeah, so this is uh, our uh, special Christmas episode. Uh, special Christmas episode. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be talking about, like, the Bible. So if you're here for that, that's not going to happen today. All right. I'll see you later. Um, we're recording on the 23rd. We're going to post this on December 27th. So if any of you are on your Christmas breaks or vacations um, or not, you can listen to it during, you know, post-Christmas week. I'll be on my Christmas vacation. Yes. Yeah. It's going to head to North Carolina, but I might not be now. Because the person I'm going to see, my sister, decided to go and get some, get some, get herself some COVID. <laughs> so now we hope she clears the virus before I start heading down there. Yeah. Why are you talking about her like um, she did it on purpose? Oh, well, like you make it seem like it's an IQ issue. <laughs> like you know? she got COVID because of a low IQ. So then that wouldn't be on purpose. Now is it on purpose? I said it. Or oh, it? you're saying she got it on purpose to avoid you? Oh man, I wasn't even thinking that. But yeah, maybe I don't know. Why would she get it? I on just purpose? said she went out and got herself some COVID. I didn't say it was on purpose or for whatever reason. I, I know, but the tone that you're taking it makes it sound like you yeah. know you're annoyed with I'm her. A frustrated, man. You only get so so much time off, like in a job, and like uh, I planned on going down there. And yeah. yeah. Well, Scott. Sorry, it's a special say, Christmas episode. Yeah, it is nice that you're complaining like during like the Christmas episode. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. You want to start over? Nah. People need to know what you're really like <laughs> behind the scenes when you're not putting on an act and when like, you know, I start the recording without you knowing about it. Yeah, that ain't right. Because usually like it seems like I'm the one that flies off the handle all the time I, I, and I'm the, the one that's unhinged. That came off unhinged? I'm not unhinged. No, not at all. Is this your version of Christmas music? Not that I like, don't like this song. I actually kind of really like this song. No, this is my version of like music that we would chill to normally, uh, like if we're just hanging out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like we wouldn't be playing Christmas music <laughs> hanging out. You know what song could suck it? What? Dominic the Donkey. Hee-haw, <laughs> 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 hee-haw. Fuck that donkey. That's not a song that I listen to during Christmas. What's your favorite Christmas song? Um... Merry New York City Christmas by I have no idea what Rob that is. Thomas. That's hilarious that that's your favorite <laughs> Christmas song. I don't know it. Right, nah, right. man. Nothing after like 19, whatever, 70 counts. Not even that dumb Mariah Carey song. Um, Was that Mariah Carey song an original? I don't know which one. So, they broke down what makes that song so popular. And it's totally like the reason it's too loud, you think? I think it's going to come out more my, my mic than should be more even. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. All right. So. Yeah, what breaks down the Mariah Carey song you were saying? I wonder if there's a hum. We should have been wearing headphones for this because I'm kind of like, is there a hum? Ah, but fuck it. Let's just do it, man. Well, let's fuck it. So there's a Mariah Carey song. It's um, All I Want for Christmas is so that, that's You. A, that's an original? So that's an original okay. song. And I watched a YouTube video or something. I forgot like what it was a breakdown of why that song is so popular and strikes such a chord with people no mm. pun intended strikes a chord see it's a song and strikes a chord like it hits oh, something oh, like deep a musical inside chord. of a person uh, like, like a musical chord and hits something deep inside a person right right, right, right. gotcha yeah, yeah you got it yeah i got it 
let me know if you need me to slow down. You, you, listen, you, 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 you felt the need to stop and explain something that didn't need explaining. <laughs> so I figured I would like grease your ego and go, really, Rusty? Oh, now I get it. Thanks for right. thanks, for, sometimes, thanks for Rusty explaining it to me. Sometimes I look at your face and it's so goddamn blank. I don't know like what's going through your head. You know, I'm just wondering if I left the iron on. Yeah. <laughs> the chord structure in that song and mm. like. I don't know anything about music theory. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Like, I know that people like can sit down and just write a song based around like chord progressions and like the pentatonic scale. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know what any of that means. But basically, that song uses a chord structure or chord progression that's very similar to the one used in like all the old classic like 60s Hmm. like recordings of Christmas music. And so, so that's why, like, so it it's sounds very strangely popular. familiar and comfortable, like a pair of old shoes, but you don't know there why. You, exactly. Like, good job. Very man. well put. Good job for them people. Though. Very well put. So the pentatonic scale is that is that why that group is called pentatonics? Yes. You know who uses the pentatonic scale apparently, like constantly, which is why a lot of people like make. I was gonna say make fun of him. They don't make fun of him, but a lot of people say he's the most overrated guitarist. Mm-hmm. And he's like one of our favorite guitarists, my favorite guitarist. Since I only know like like three guitars, I'm going to say you're talking about Dave Gilmore. That's right. So people say Dave Gilmore is very overrated because he basically uses the pentatonic scale. Like he's using like almost all of his music is within like a certain range of like wait, chords. Wait, so yeah. they're saying because he's an expert at what makes us happy? He's overrated. Well, what they like is they yeah, like no, no, it, they shit, like man. guitarists who are like technical and like are all over like the neck of the guitar. You know what I'm saying, dude? You know another thing I'm fucking for Christmas. I, I don't I don't want. I'm sick of fucking people that hate things just because people like them. Like they hate pe- things that are popular just because they're popular. That's definitely a thing. Of course, it's a thing. But these are not those people. These people genuinely value skill over output. So in other words, like, can Dave Gilmore, like, thrash on a guitar flawlessly? No. Can Dave Gilmore write a 10-minute guitar solo where every single note is perfect Mm. and makes you feel, like, feel? Mm. Yes. So... He can't thrash. He can't like go, you know what I mean? All over the guitar neck. He can't like, his fingers might not be as dexterous and like, but is that what makes a song? And is that what moves you as a human? You know what I mean? Right, right. And And who um, appreciates that? Other guitar players, maybe. And when maybe you're at a live show and you're like, yeah, he's rocking out. But But um, Gilmore does that at live shows too. So is it that he can't do that or is that's that's not his style? That's not how he chooses to operate. Well, I think he definitely can't do some of the oh, really? higher skill oh. things. You know me; I'm not that. I'm not. I'm not yeah. really the musical guy. And right. I, I know. I, I know when I hear something, and I like it. Right. But yeah, like you, I know less music theory than you. So Dave Gilmore is definitely on a lot of people's lists of greatest guitarists. Mm. But a lot of people will tell you, like, you know, they'll just point to his like technical proficiencies. You know gotcha. what I mean? That's fine. And like they'll point out, like, well. This is why what he does is very simple. And it's like what he does is not simple because what he does is put out how he feels into his guitar. 
Like, he is one of the most expressive guitarists, like, I've ever heard in my life. Like, it's one thing, like, Eddie Van Halen, you know, is an amazing guitarist, right? But, like, there's not a tremendous range of expressiveness or emotion, whereas Dave Gilmore is just, I don't know, it's a feel. I like it into a guy, like, let's say a Major League Baseball pitcher. You, you, you want a guy that wins 15 games every year? Lots of no decisions, yeah. like not very exciting, just consistently good. Yeah. Or do you want some guy that's going to like throw 19 strikeouts one game and then hit seven batters the next? Oh, no. Dave you know? Gilmore is more than like a 15-win <laughs> pitcher who's like consistent. <laughs> Every once in a while, you want to see somebody get drilled. So my favorite Christmas song, I don't know what yours was. You mentioned like some fucking Rob fucking... Thomas song yeah, from Matchbox 20. No, that's not Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas is the guy from... The Verve? Am I, am I mixing up my names? Maybe I'm mixing up my names. The Verve? No, the guy from Maroon 5 is Adam Levine. Adam Levine, Maroon 5. Yeah, I don't know any song by them. I didn't say Adam Levine and I didn't say Maroon 5. What'd you say? What'd you say? You said Rob Thomas. Yeah, and you said from Maroon 5, didn't you say no, that? No, I did. Absolutely, I Who'd didn't you say, say from, from Maroon 5. Now we have to play back because I forgot. Matchbox 20. Matchbox 20. Oh, yeah maybe, it is. yeah, maybe it's Matchbox 20. Yeah, it's 100%. Who did I say? I said the guy from The Verve. Who the fuck is the guy from The Verve? I don't know that guy's name, but The Verve did that song. Oh, um, Richard Ashcroft. He did another song about New York. Yes. The guy from The Verve is Richard Ashcroft. You know the lead singer from The Verve, really? Just because of that one song. What song? Uh, Well, stuff from The Verve, and he did that one song. Bittersweet uh, Symphony? No, he did the one song about New York City. That's how you know him. Yeah. From that one song, yeah. not from Bittersweet Symphony. No, no, no. I know him from that. Oh, okay. But I didn't know. I'm sorry. Let, let me explain to I you. I'm very confused. I understood the ver. I, I knew the verb from Bittersweet Symphony. When Richard Ashcroft went and made that solo song, and I said, oh, I like this song. Who is that? Somebody goes, that's Richard Ashcroft from The Verve. And I was like, oh, yeah, right on. Yeah, Richard Ashcroft from The Verve. I didn't know his name when I just knew Bittersweet Symphony. I got it. I didn't know his name until I knew this other song it. came out. So I got it. But throw that, throw that information away. I Rob Thomas... It. Solo, I guess, New York City Christmas is the song I like. Okay. So those out there, you know, you can throw that on your uh, Christmas playlist. Your, your deep cuts. <laughs> Go find that one. <laughs> I, so my yours? favorite Christmas song by far is Darlene Love doing uh, Christmas Baby Please Come Home. That's the, like, standard for Wait me Christmas a minute. song. Wait a minute. Saturday Night Live, I think, had a special on last night and the night before. Like, they show all their greatest Christmas special hits. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Darlene Love did a claymation, mm-hmm. and they called Hanukkah Christmas time for the Jews, she sang. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Darlene Love sang it. It was a parody. Okay. But she did it. It was pretty funny. So right. uh, so what was the name of the song you're talking about? Christmas, baby, please come home. I must know it, right? Everyone knows the song. Yeah. I'm going to play it right now. He's going to play it Since right now. Since that's the kind of podcast we got going yeah. on. Yeah. We should get a DJ, man. You know who uh, Darlene Love is? Uh, Yeah. I know the name. I don't she know. was the wife of uh, Murtaugh in Lethal Weapon or Riggs. Which one was Danny Glover? The black guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, was he Murtaugh or was he Riggs? Oh, he had to be Murtaugh because Danny Glover. Um, Richard Grieco was definitely Riggs. <laughs> Richard Grieco. <laughs> all right. So she, Darlene Love, was the wife of. Um, oh, right, right, right. All right. So this is the song, man. You know. What about the daughter that was creepily staring at Riggs? This is by far like to me, this is Christmas right here. Yeah. It's great. It's like it's rock and roll. It's Rhett the Brett. 
I wonder if the Christmas time for the Jews was the, just a parody of this song. You you don't know this song? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, but now I, this this song they parodied and called the Christmas. And it sounds time just like the Mariah Carey song. Like I think this is what Mariah Carey was trying to do with her song. Was this in Goodfellas? So this woman, Christmas tree? if nobody knows the story of Darlene Love, there's a movie. It's called 20 Feet from Stardom. Have you heard of this movie? No. All right. It's a documentary about backup singers. So they focus on like five or six backup singers throughout like the ages. Backup singers who backed up like David Bowie, the Rolling Stones, you know, like big acts. Yeah. Um. Darlene Love was produced by, um, shit, I forgot the guy's name. He created the Wall of Sound in the 60s. You know who I'm talking about? He had, like, the crazy hair. He went to prison for, like, killing someone. So this guy, oh, Phil Spector. I was going to say Phil Spector. I was going to say Ronnie Spector, but that's his daughter. So he created something called the Wall of Sound. So what you're hearing now is considered the Wall of Sound. It's like all this, like... All these instruments, you know, playing all together. Before that, music was, like, very basic. It wasn't Mm. as produced, you know? So Darlene Love was a singer on hundreds and hundreds of songs that she did not get credit for. She belonged literally to, like, Phil Spector. He used her voice, but he didn't like her look. So, like, he Milli Vanillied, like, all these different groups. Oh, wow. And they were all using Darlene Love's, like, voice. All these groups. So she was like the voice of the 60s and no one knew her until like the 80s when she finally like got her due. That's crazy. She was like the Martha Washington of the 60s, right? Explain, Scott. Everybody dance now. Burn, 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 burn. Oh, so explain, Scott. I don't think people know, like, people aren't going to get the reference that they're supposed to know in the video. That song, they showed a video of, like, this great fucking voiced girl that was pretty damn hot, and that was not the girl that was actually behind the voice. Yeah. You know, because they didn't like her look. So what did you think of that song? Um, I'm pretty sure that's the exact song they parodied for the, on the Saturday Night Live uh, special. Okay, but what did you think of that song? It's like, I, 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 of course it? I know. It's like, yeah, I know that song. It's a little, it's an attack of the silent on the, on the senses. It's almost like a wall of sound hitting you. Attack a, on a, the a, senses. A lot of different well, what kind of like you. music have you uh, been listening to lately? Banjo music, you know, just simple like. No, for banjo. real. I, don't know, I just, you know, I mean, I listen to. Um, I don't know. I listen to uh, a lot of like 10 um, year old pop music. 10 <laughs> year old pop Cause music. Because I'm not, what did you say last week? You're not so part of the zeitgeist I guess, anymore? I guess I'm not even asking, like, who you're listening to ah. specifically. As much as I'm asking, like, what is your musical profile? Like, are you listening to, like, ballads or, like, more, like, upbeat music? Or, like, um, you know, like, uh, bands with, like, 20 different instruments? No, or? no, I'm, I'm listening to pretty much... Bands that go by the name of the female singer that is actually doing so the you're singing. doing singer songwriter yeah, type of much, like yeah. female yeah. singer song. Yeah, well, I'm not listening to like old school hip hop. <laughs> mm. Well, like, actually, I'm sorry, I call it old school rap. So like, uh, you doing Lana Del Rey? Well, Lana Del Rey, Halsey, um, Halsey. Bishop Briggs. Um, uh, give me some other names. I forget things. Florence and the Machine. I but, like, but you like the ones with the pop elements. No, not 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 so much. So I, I like I like when they showcase like like the strength of their voices. Yeah. So I I, I find a lot of a lot of uh, artists that have like, I was never a fan of Pink, 
like early in her career because she was like just um, yeah, coming up. I mean, so you fun. better get the party that started. Was, and that was fun as a pop song, but I didn't really see her as a song a singer songwriter. I guess until she kind of like took more control over the music. And then she started like really showcasing her talents and the deepness of her lyrics, and she was writing them all and everything. So you so respect. Like a, so you respect the women who are writing their own like songs. Don't get me wrong. Yes, but don't get me wrong. I completely respect the women that don't write their own songs. No, no, no. But what I mean is like you place like an extra like value on that. Um, honestly, no, not really. If I like the lyrics, I like the song. Whether she wrote them or not. Well, he wrote them or not, doesn't really, I don't really care. As long as the song is tied, I like the lyrics and I like the voice that goes with it. Yeah. So they don't have to be singer-songwriters. They have to be singers that are singing a well-written song. Yeah. How about that? So you know how people always have the fight about Die Hard, whether it's a Christmas movie or not? Yeah. I got one for you. I mean, we had discussed this. Is Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie because it is set mm. at Christmas time? There's even a big fight at the end in front of, like, the house, all lit up with Christmas shit. And doesn't he go there for Christmas dinner? He gets invited not That's to be right. alone on Christmas? That's the end of the movie is Christmas dinner. So I'm going to say this. I'm not, I've seen Lethal Weapon maybe a handful of times, not enough times to be, like, quoting lines from it or anything like that. Just based on those little tidbits, yeah, it's absolutely a Christmas movie. Yeah. Christmas movie, then, yeah. The guy that wrote it, apparently, every single movie that he's written takes place at Christmas time. Are they all these like dark fucking like they're crime dramas? Like, well, they're not. They're kind of like they're crime buddy comedy drama like movies. All you know what you know you know what I liked about Lethal Weapon. I hate the trope of it, and it's 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 so old to me now. By the way, um, Anthony Kiedis' dad is in that. Who's Anthony Kiedis? The lead singer of Red Hot Chili Peppers. His dad is an actor. He plays one of the guys. I think it's really tatted up. No, he yeah. I mean, all the Red Hot Chili Peppers are tattered. He plays one of the guys who's selling the cocaine to Mel Gibson in the beginning of the movie in the Christmas tree lot. And then he, like, three stooges them. Oh, right, Because you're like, this ain't a real badge, and you ain't a real cop. Yeah. So just there, a drug deal in a Christmas tree lot makes it a Christmas (laughs) fucking movie, man. (laughs) And you know what? That makes fucking Riggs. It makes it an 80s fucking yeah. Christmas movie it, it for makes sure. Rig, it makes Riggs Scrooge. Yeah. Like, why are you fucking ruining someone's Christmas, man? I cut you off, man. I'm very sorry. That's all right, man. I'm used to it, man. Do you remember That's what you were saying? saying? Probably not. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. What, why I thought Lethal Weapon, what I liked about it was, aside from the other things I liked about it, was it didn't do the same old trope buddy movie with a black guy and a white guy. Because there's so many fucking movies out there where the black guy is the cool guy and the white guy is the non-street smart dork that the black guy just puts up with and gives him street knowledge. And it's like and boring. Where I took it as they flipped it in this movie. Like Riggs was the cool guy. A psychopath, but still a cool guy. And Murtaugh was kind of the fucking, you know, you know, stiff neck. Not stiff neck. Uh, rod up his ass kind of guy. Straight laced, you know what I'm saying? Honestly, what I liked about it was I don't think, like, race had anything to do no, with I, anything. I, I, it was just, like, two guys. Like, they didn't even mention, like, race. No, but I got to put race into everything. Although, like, Riggs's or Murtaugh's daughter was a little light-skinned. Like, she was very light-skinned for those parents. That wasn't the problem with her. The problem was with the way she, 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 she like, um, well, she was, eyes on she was Riggs. into Riggs. She she liked Riggs. She wanted creepy. Riggs. It's creepy. Now, he, he she was like a, a teenage girl, and he's like Mel Gibson in his prime, like in all his, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. in all his Aquanet glory. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? 
You're right. This is before, like, everyone found out what a raging alcoholic, <laughs> anti-Semitic, like, racist he is. Yeah. I don't, you know, he, he could have been... By the way, this is a religion show. You know about his, like, backstory, right? You know, I thought he was Australian. His... His dad. What was that like, face? I no, I mean, because I, I specifically said, by the way, this is a religion show. You do know his backstory, and you're like, he's Australian. <laughs> I thought he was Australian. I'm speaking specifically about right. like his religious upbringing. Right. Like he was raised extremely Catholic oh. by like a Holocaust denying dad, basically. Oh shit! So like Mel Gibson is down low. Like what? Tom Cruise is for Scientology, you know. Mel Gibson is kind of like that with Catholicism, but like on the down low, like he was like he kept like that whole like side of him suppressed for the most part until like he made that fucking Christ killing movie. Remember, like that really graphic like Passion of the Christ, right? The Passion of the Christ. So the Passion of the Christ is basically the last like twelve like I I forget what it's called. The Stations of the Cross. It's the last twelve Stations of the Cross. So Stations of the Cross. If you go into any church, like you'll see like them and their scenes. So it's like the twelve things that occur to Jesus leading up to his crucifixion, like from his arrest. So he gets arrested. Then they like you know they poke him in the side. They fucking. Step on his balls. Whatever they did to Jesus. Was he armed? Jesus? Yeah. Was he armed? Yeah. When he was arrested and got stabbed and <laughs> beat up. Nah, man. All right. Nah. All right. No, I'm just, I'm just, so it leads more credence to the fact that maybe Jesus Christ was a man of color. Not, oh, as, 100%. Not as he was portrayed yes, as a no. white guy. Uh, of course not. Right. No. So, uh, yeah. The stations of the cross. Yeah, <laughs> so he's a down low Catholic. <laughs> So he's like, so he made that crazy movie and then it started all coming out that like, he's like, you know, insane. And it stems from Catholicism, you know, mm-hmm. like he, his head was filled with a bunch of crazy shit by his dad based on a religion and he fucking turned into a nut job. Yeah. So should we give him a pass? You know, that's interesting that you bring that up because I did want to discuss that with you. Like a few days ago, I was driving... And a Michael Jackson song came on, and I was jamming to it, and I was, like, thinking to myself, like, is there a point at which you separate the person, you know, from the art? Right. And we've had this conversation before, and I brought up Louis C.K., I think. Right. And I think it's it's a case-by-case basis. You Absolutely. can't say yes Absolutely. or no. Yeah. It's case-by-case. Case. Because if you set a rule and apply it to everybody, you're not being fucking, like, fair. You're not being fair. You're being like pretty much everything we're opposed to. Like, you know, one rule, you know, one set for everybody. Right. Yeah. You want to elaborate on that? No, I mean, because you brought, you compared Louis C.K. Who did I, who was I talking about? About cancel, it was about cancel culture that day. I brought somebody up about being canceled and like you compared it like Louis C.K. And I thought it was like kind of a false equivalency, but then we moved on. I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, but about Louis C.K., what I was saying was... He pulled his cock out in front of people. I think that he absolutely has a right at this point to, like, go and do whatever, and people have a right to patronize him or not. For me, it's weird. Because as a stand-up comedian, you're buying into... It's not an actor. An actor portrays someone else. A stand-up comedian portrays, like... um, 
an enhanced version of themselves. You know, sort of like the id version of themselves. Well, just a more open like version. Like an of unfiltered yeah. version, like uh-huh. an exaggerated version, but a version of themselves, yes. right? So knowing that he's like a, a, a weird creep mm. in real life taints for me the comedy that that he performs hmm. you know what i'm saying i got you i got you it's unless unless it's a complete alter ego because he like dave Chappelle. dave Chappelle's a great guy he doesn't really mean those things he says it's an alter ego well i mean listen i think dave Chappelle is probably like a good person i just think dave Chappelle thinks some fucked up things um but he's thinking them. He thinks they're for the right reason. You know what I mean? Like I don't think he's a bad guy. Yeah, most people that are completely fucked in the head think they're doing things for the right reason, though. So I don't know. Yeah, but again, that's relative. So anyway, so art from artists. So like someone like Michael Jackson, it's like first you have to like ask yourself, did he molest children? And if he did. Can you listen to, like, Michael Jackson music? Well, let's start with the first question. Did he molest children? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, we can say, like, how did he not with all the weird things he did? But he really could be, like, a child at heart. And he could his slumber parties could have been completely... Right. And everyone's just saying like that makes me cringe, but, you know... <laughs> And everyone's, like, looking for money from him and whatnot. Not even... No, not even, not even that so much. Like, like, forget he's Michael Jackson. Let's say your next-door neighbor... Invited your son over for a fucking slumber party, and he doesn't have kids. Like it's just him inviting a bunch of seven-year-olds over. <laughs> you're immediately gonna think you're, you're a child molesting pervert. Yeah, and that might not be the case. Has he been? Like, well, he's dead now, but was he convicted in, in absentia at all? Like afterwards? Like I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't man. remember either. Um, I just know it was all creepy. I, I'm gonna say this. I, they had an interview with him. It was like a famous interview when he was at Neverland. And the guy was like, and he was talking about the slumber parties and everything. And then, like, he started climbing a tree or something. And me and a co-worker were talking about it. And he was like, and then he asked the reporter, he's like, well, don't you just, you know, sometimes just want to climb a tree and you go climb a tree? And my partner was like, no, motherfucker, I got a job. I'm an adult. No, I don't climb trees. Yeah. But just the fact that he thinks like that, there might have been nothing but childhood weird. In- Listen, I'm not saying it's not weird and creepy, but was he a child molester? I don't know. By the way. You know about his religious background? Jehovah's Witness. I, I can see that. They didn't, like, celebrate birthdays. Right, right. Like, none of that bullshit. Uh, yeah, I think Jehovah's Witness... Starting to see a pattern here between, like, religion and crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a religion you chose. It's when a religion's forced upon you, yeah. it makes you crazy. Well, he, so, he definitely got fucked up. Let's get to the second question. If... Michael Jackson was a convicted child molester. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, he was this motherfucker. Yeah. I got to be honest with I you. I mean, Billie Jean fucking kicks ass. That song is so fucking song. good. That whole Thriller album, man. Not the P- whole thing. Yo, come on. PYT. It was like a song after PYT. I don't even remember. Human Nature. That was the one. I don't like that song. What? What are you talking All right. All right. All right. It's subjective, but you're out of your mind. That was a perfect album. You like Dirty Diana? It's all right. Yeah, it's it's one. Right. Of, I love that song. It pumps me up, man. So dir- here's the thing. <laughs> if you really consider it, Dirty Diana falls into that category of song that's three minutes too long. Uh, you know what? You're not wrong about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. There's, there's like a whole bunch of songs that are really yeah. good, but fucking they go on for like two, three minutes too long. You know what song I really like? 
um, REM. It's the end of the world. Sure. It's a great club song. Sure. Like, like how, it's a classic. And that song doesn't seem to end either, but it literally is only like three minutes and ten seconds long, yeah. and it still seems too long sometimes. Uh, <laughs> it's fast. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. It gets a lot of a... Uh, it's very fast-paced, uh, so if you're, like, moving to it, you yeah, know, it's like... You know me, I'm moving to it. I mean, three minutes of cardio when you're just standing still feels like forever. That's true. It might be the end. That might be the end of the world for me, as I know it, if I did three minutes of cardio. I'm going to change up this song, if you don't mind. I'm fine. I don't know what this is. It's Multi-Love by Unknown Mortal Orchestra. So I'll tell you, I'll tell I have you a this. playlist called Lounge Playlist, so that's that's what we're listening. Yeah. To. So while Rusty's uh, fucking with the music, I asked Rusty, I was like, um, "Should we do some more Deuteronomy tonight, or should we work on?" Uh, I don't think we discussed it on air, so I won't discuss it. Rusty was talking about maybe a new format for part of our show, or maybe the Patreon content, and he was like, "Neither. Let's just do a Christmas special." And I was like, "You know what? I'm glad you said that." Scott's wearing a Christmas sweater too. Oh, yeah. That's nice. I like it. It's a it's a chemistry. So it's like all the elements, uh, instead of on a periodic table, it's in the shape of a Christmas tree. It's like a Minecraft Christmas tree. Like it's like squares with all the, the elements. And it's, oh, chemistry, oh, chemistry. Get it? Oh, chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not like a Minecraft. It's literally the periodic table of elements just in, in a the shape. Format, yeah. in, no. not a in a triangle. A in a Christmas tree shape. <laughs> it's not really a fucking... If that wasn't green, well, it'd be my a- brain is turning it into a Christmas tree because there's little snowflakes around it, and it says chemist tree on it. <laughs> Those are just liberals next to me. Those aren't snowflakes. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Shot one out for the conservatives. Good job. So uh, when you said, "Nah, we just fucking will hang out and bullshit and talk," and who, nobody listens, who cares? I was very happy because I'm exhausted, man. The reason we're in this studio today is we got hit by a freak storm. I got woken up before we're 6 a.m. this morning. We're in what studio? I don't think anyone knows the context for what you're saying. Oh, we're, we're not in, our, we're not in uh, Stiff Neck Studios. We're back in the original room we recorded in that's uh, several feet above sea level, unlike the studio that we recorded now. So, unlike Rudy Giuliani post-9-11 attacks, who heroically, apparently, walked the streets of New York following the attacks, when in reality... He had nowhere to go because his command center was located at the World Trade Towers. Mm-hmm. Seven World Trade. You know, despite the protestations of his city planners, right? Yeah. Like, much like that, unlike that, I'm sorry, unlike Rudy Giuliani, who was unprepared, we have an alternate recording location where we can fucking go to in case of a disaster. Yeah, we got the call. The, we got picked up by the Secret Service. We got we got through the tunnels and we got escorted to a safe location. Yes. So I got woken up pre six a.m. to car horns, phone ringing, people banging on my door, going time to evacuate because uh, fucking the crazy flood hit, and it uh it ended up uh, you can survey the damage when we're done here. Um, so the, the our studio took a lot of water. Um, thankfully uh. It's not technically living space, but uh, we could not record in that studio today. Yeah, um, it's going to be a little uh, cleanup operation that needs to go on. So What's, all I want. What would cr- be worse? Would that kind? Remember when they had like seven feet of snow in Buffalo recently, or something crazy like that? Yeah. Um, would that be worse? No, we can do it with seven feet of snow. Yeah. When you, when you get some nineteen feet of lake effect snow like up there, fuck that. Yeah, we survived. I remember that big storm in like 95, 90, 96 it was. We, yeah. we, got, we got walloped with snow. We, we fucking survived. Um, yeah. So so th- thankfully, after Sandy, I took, took flood mitigation uh, right. steps, and my house wasn't damaged, so to speak, but um, a lot of people did not take the same 
thing. And, so uh, all this is a long way of saying that we're recording like not in the studio that uh, we would normally record in. So yeah, that's what Scott was saying. That was pretty much. But I don't know where Scott was going. I was filling the time while you were trying to DJ. While you were looking for songs. You were filling the time. Yeah, so I, I, I didn't know how long that was going to take. So I decided to tell a fucking story, man. Right, it's man. fucking it's, it's podcast adjacent shit. We're talking about where, where we are in the studio and the fact that our fucking garbaged up studio got more garbaged up this morning. Well, you had mentioned that you're exhausted, that you're glad you, we didn't do Deuteronomy so right. you wouldn't have to prepare. Right. So you heard everything I said. So what the hell? Because of some rain? <laughs> no, it was a storm surge, not rain. I know. But that's what I'm saying, man. It's it's indicative of like just negligence on the part of our elected leaders that we are not preparing ourselves for like L- listen, I did prepare myself. Disasters. After Sandy, we prepared ourselves. Some not people you, did man. Not. I, you can't do it on an individual level. No, you cannot. You Nothing can't you, like re- you can't like improve infrastructure in a city. You Russ, can't Russ. like force companies to cut down on emissions right. to slow That's what like say. you can't force like the government to divert funds from like the Pentagon to maybe fucking creating like ways to reverse what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like all of these things are possible, but none of these things are done. They will all right. I was gonna say when you started mentioning infrastructure, there's only so much you can do. You can't out, you can't infrastructure your way out of fucking climate change. You just, you can't. You can put floodgates all the fuck you want. They built some floodgates like in Italy, like when Venice was underwater, and they went unused for a while, and they forgot to fund the guys to scrape the barnacles off the fucking gates. Yeah. So when it was time to close them, they didn't move because barnacles beat technology. Yeah. Right. It's just you can't out infrastructure. You have to stop causing the problem and fix the problem. So I was happy when I heard about this whole fusion thing, but I'm going to tell you right now, human beings will never use fusion on any kind of wide-scale level until the very last drop of dinosaur oil has been pumped out of the ground. Trust me on that. You will not see fusion fucking technology used in your lifetime. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Not as long as money's been invested. And not as and long as this beautiful, clean coal to be dragged out of the ground, man. Yeah. Fuck. Yo, so as I was cleaning up mess, I, I got like six contractor-sized bags of garbage. Like, we took damage. We took a lot of, a lot of shit's got to go in the garbage. Um, nothing vital, thankfully, because we took steps 10 years ago um, and continuing to take steps. And I started separating like waterlogged shit, like plastic, cardboard, and I was like, what the fuck? Is my plastic and cardboard being recycled, if it even gets recycled, going to have any kind of effect on this planet? When we fucking, you recycle your fucking 12 bottles a week that you fucking use, and corporations are literally dumping toxic waste into the same fucking ocean we're trying to keep the plastic out of. It ain't on the, like you said, it's not on the fucking individual. Well, there's literally been studies already that have shown that individuals who recycle have no zero impact there you on go. anything. There you go. It's like a whole study has been done on it. Merry fucking Christmas. Here's some toxic waste. No, assholes. it's all like corporations. And you don't think that the reason that there's a fucking recycling program is because it added more jobs to some and fucking tick someone's box. I'm like, oh, look, I created jobs in these in the major cities. I fucking bought 37,000 more sanitation trucks that are capable of handling plastic instead of just regular garbage. Wow. I'm gonna ta- wait, wait, wait. I'm going to tell you fucking something that happened the other day. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, we were scrambling to get the recycling out. got it out, blah, blah, blah. And a fucking recycling, you know, in New York City, I don't know how it is in other places, our recycling trucks have a split dump in the back. 
Cardboard goes in one, plastic and bottle, you know, other shit goes in the other one. Yo, they came down the block, and I watched them. They picked up all the garbage and threw it in there. All the garbage. So, like, visibly, they were full of shit. It was all, it was all bullshit, man. I got to tell you, Yo. I feel like coronavirus, uh-huh. it it didn't do what, like, the the uh, zombie virus did on The Walking Dead, you know, <laughs> where, where it turned, like, everyone into, like, complete zombies. But... I think like COVID turned people like it like definitely dropped people's IQs like 20, 30 points or it just like turned off their fucking give a fuck like governor in their brain because people don't give a fuck anymore in this city. And that's the uptick in crime mostly. It's like, it's like when you walk past somebody and you don't like the way they look for what you're having a bad fucking day. It's like, yo, I should just fucking whack this guy with a bottle. People are now whacking you with a bottle. Like, there's no... Yeah, right. There's no filter. I don't know how you segue from plastic recycling into that, but that's cool. Let's just whack people. Yeah. Well, it's because, like, you're talking about, like, the, the garbage men coming up the block and, like, mindlessly just, like, throwing everything... No, in. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Time out. I was not calling anything about the garbage men oh, mindless. Oh, you're talking about the people I'm on talking, the they block. Would, no, 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 no. I'm talking... They were directed, throw all the garbage in the truck. No, they weren't... No, no, no. I'm not taking any shots at the workers or the people putting out their garbage. Yeah. We all put our garbage in our three designated bins yeah. and they came down and took it all and threw it in one truck. No. They were ordered to do that. Oh, okay. They didn't make that decision on their yeah, own. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Are we going to continue with the sanitation <laughs> segment of no, the no, program? We like, no, we like sanitation <laughs> workers. Yo, we need sanitation workers almost more than any civil servant. Bro, 100%. Yeah, as long as we're clear on that. What? <laughs> I don't... I, don't, I, I didn't... I do not begrudge eliminating garbage is the number one need, especially yo man. They are the liver and the kidneys right now in my building. You got to see how many packages there are waiting to be like brought into apartments. All right, all those packages are going to be opened, and inside those boxes are more boxes. You know how much fucking trash there's going to be. Sure, someone's got to take care of that. Garbage men go on strike, but this city gets nasty fast. Hell yeah. So shout out to the sanitation department. Yeah. Go take a look at like photos of New York in like 1890. But like, uh, you know, downtown streets where like there's horses shitting like all over the streets and like no one's cleaning it. I saw I saw like a documentary about like early New York and I, I don't I don't remember the guy's name, but like one guy was like, maybe we're all sick and dying because we're rooting through fucking horse shit all the time. And he like kind of started the whole yeah. fucking sanitation department. Yeah. And um Yeah. Oh, you remember oh. we you remember we found the, the 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 snake on the stick or whatever, and I was like, maybe that's why you know the yeah. medical field has yes. that. And you know the sanitation department has something similar like that in their logo. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if when he started that shit, he knew being clean, holy, close to God, mm-hmm. also cut down on disease. So he kind of used that symbol too. Interesting. Do you uh. think that's the symbol of the serpent on the tree of knowledge of good and evil? Fuck, we're going to have to pull that, check out that. Once we can switch to a video format, we're going to have to start being able to bring up those slides. I got to tell you this, though. As I'm writing the scripts for the libel, the Bible, Bible, yeah. right, which we're putting up on our um, Patreon, <laughs> um, it's kind of like giving me a refresher course on, like, all the shit that, like, we've read and discussed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I got to say, like, I know we've said this, and we always say this, but, like, Yahweh does not come across, like well at all not at all like, not at all yeah with that i know we're not supposed to be talking about this but we got to kind of keep it kind of bible adjacent sure you know, whatever so, um, 
I mean, it is um, Christmas. It is Christmas. <laughs> it is the Christmas show. We may as well talk about the Bible. Wait a minute. So in in, in only in, us two degenerates would be like, I mean, apologize for talking about Bible shit during a, a Christmas show. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So that was, uh, that's pretty good. Um, no, I don't know what I was gonna say. That's like um, that one time that we were all hanging out for New Year's. Yeah, we were at I think it was the last New Year's at your dad's house. It was the last one okay. there, yeah, and um, some of us were tripping, and like one of us had to call their parents, and he was like all paranoid because he was like tripping, and he was like shh. He was like quieting us all down and we got like all paranoid. So we quieted down. And then in the middle of the phone call, we were like, wait, your parents know you're at a New Year's party. Like, why is it so quiet? Oh, I thought maybe it was me calling my parents because no, they weren't there. No, no. Oh. And it was just like, yeah. yeah like, like, what are you trying to hide? Why is it so fucking quiet at this party? So that's like you just now with like apologizing for getting into the Bible. So go yeah. ahead, Scott. Yeah, what did you want to mention about the Bible? I had uh, mentioned that Yahweh is kind of an asshole. I don't remember now, but I would like to say this for the future. So this is like a Christmas New Year's party. So this is kind of like a, this is like a corporate party, right? You know, when you get together in a fucking company. Yeah, well, how come you're not drinking? Are you drinking? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I even crafted out today. All right, very nice. Put it through the air raider, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um. So we talk about it. Let's talk about like, hey, we had a great fucking year, huh, buddy in accounting? Hey, oh, you're rusty from accounting? Oh, yeah. You know, that fucking. So let's, let's talk briefly about the year we've had. I think it was. Um, year in review. Yeah, a quick year in review. Um, and you start looking at your watch. So you want to get. A, I'm like, I cornered you at the party. You don't want to talk about work shit. You want to fucking go, you know, talk about other shit. But uh, I got you now. Um, I think it was great that we started this. Um, I think we've had ups and downs. And I was ha- I had some ideas based off something you said about fucking thoughts for the new year. Mm-hmm. And I would like to you know ready? You want, yo man, turn all drunk. Yo man, you want you know what we gotta do in the new year, man? Want to really make this company shine? We gotta get back to the basics, man. We gotta make sure when people tune in, they know it's a Bible podcast. Mm-hmm. Along the lines of how we do a Bible podcast, and your Patreon content. Did you say it on air? Can I say that online? Uh, did we so that? that's another thing. You keep saying it. I mean, you, you you may as well talk about it, but you keep using the phrase weekend update. Okay. <laughs> so what we're talking about is, go ahead, Scott. Explain well, let, what let, we're let, let me let me explain. Let me explain. I feel like we we're rooted now. We've we fucking we put down grassroots. We've been here a year now, and now what I want to do is. I want to start becoming more vocal about religion in America and the world today. Current events. Like, we're talking about the Bible, and you were talking about, like, you want to talk about, like, news articles and shit, like, stuff that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I absolutely want to do that. Almost to the point where, after we start doing that, I want us to be known as people. We're fighters against religion and government. We're fighters against religion and making fucking decisions about humanity. I want people, I want to be a, a fighter for secularism, you know? Sure. Humanism, like sure. I want that to be almost like, like I want this podcast to fucking mean anything more, mean more than just a couple of stupid rude jokes, and you getting mad at me for interrupting you. Like I, I want it to be known for more than that. So you ready, man? 
We're going to do that this year, man. I know that I'm sitting here and I'm silent and I'm just looking at you. <laughs> and this is an audio podcast. Fire it up, man. So That's silence, cool. you know, isn't uh, really called for. But I got to say, I am very impressed that that is like how you view this. Like that you wanted to mean something. Okay. So since you're in a sentimental mood, motherfucker. All right. No matter what else happens. All right. No matter what else happens. <laughs> That's a bad way to start a speech, man. <laughs> so this isn't going to have like a butt at the end or anything okay, like that. Right. But no matter like no matter what else happens, yo, we have put together like 52 episodes of something. Something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's something. Yeah. Um It's not like whatever. It's not the Odyssey, you know, it's not, not whatever, yet. but it's something and we did it and like it's there forever. Yeah. You know? So we should definitely be proud of that, I would say. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and I would, I cannot agree with you more that um, we need to use like our intellects in order to bring more just justice or just awareness of issues. That deserve more justice. All right. I think we should use your intellect and my sometimes drive. <laughs> like the drive I have right now. Let's put your intellect work together. Because next week I might not be feeling so 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 energized. Well, that's why I'm surprised that like you would bring something like this up. Like typically. Well, go ahead. Well, I, I feel because since you mentioned like capturing current events. And I tried to do it on the website at the beginning. But then I, got, I just got too fucking busy to do it. Like. Like See, my you, fear you was when you said weekend update, I thought like you thought I was going to be like coming up with head, like finding headlines right. and then writing jokes <laughs> oh, oh, no, to no, no, fill no. up like 30 minutes of like content because you like specifically <laughs> even said Michael not Shea, just yeah. weekend update. <laughs> right. You, you were like naming people's names and I was like, I don't know about no, that. No. And, and also that was that was goofing around and I was probably a few drinks in then. I just started my first class here. Right. Um, no, in all seriousness, I think now we have a platform. It's a small voice. But the next time I'm walking down the block and I'm fucking I, I say something that's maybe a little socialist or liberal and somebody calls me a fucking snowflake. I'm gonna be like, snowflake. I'm surrounded by six million Christian motherfuckers and I'm out here saying, fuck you. Fuck the free world like Eminem at fucking eight mile. Like I'm the snowflake. No, no, no. And I think, listen, the more I just happen to break, since you mentioned that last week, just browsing through random headlines on any news site. I'm sorry, Texas and Florida need a fucking wake up call. Like people need to know what's going on there. You mentioned the fucking trans registry they're fucking forming in Texas. Maybe not a religious fucking news news story. But, you know, somebody's going to say, well, the Bible says right here, no crushed testicles or without penis can be with God. You know, so someone's going to base that. that like, look, the Bible says so. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think we need to um, we need to call Ron Reagan Jr., man. Junior. So we need to, like, hook in and be a part of, like, um the organism, the organism of like anti-religion. Yeah, yeah. We need to 
like listen, not so much anti-religion. I don't want to say anti-religion. Listen, we we had a major fucking weather event today. A lot of people having really fucking miserable nights. For those people outside of New York, it was fifty degrees this morning. It's now about twelve degrees yeah, and that's windy. Weird. It's fucking crazy. Bomb cyclone hit us, and some people lost their fucking heating systems this morning with this flood. People are having a bad fucking day. I had people say to me, Scott, did you lose whatever? I was like, no, my car's okay. This okay. Oh, thank God. And I felt like turning. I was like, I appreciate the sentiment, but thank my fucking planning. Thank fucking some circumstances and thank a lot of shit that led me to this point. I don't want to fucking thank God. Because if you're fucking relying on God, that's why your fucking car is underwater. And I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, that's harsh. I don't mean to say that. I don't mean to say that, man. It's weird because here's one of the hypocrisies I don't understand about people who are religious. On the one hand... Like, they'll pray, or they'll, like, thank God for certain situations. But on the other hand, they say, like, when bad things happen, well, God's not really, like, involved in, like, the things. Like, he's given us free will. So it's like, so which is it? Like, it, it can't be both ways. It's, 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 uh, it's simple, and I'm sure everybody says this all the time. Anytime an athlete wins something, I want to thank God. So well, what that's, about the losing athlete? What did he do to piss God so off? So that's what I'm saying. I mean, he could have done a lot of things. He may have been a Moabite. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he could have been anything. <laughs> yeah. Three thousand. God has a whole list of like yeah, yeah races he's yeah. not into. <laughs> yeah, some people are never gonna win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's just fucking. I think. Um, yeah, we almost have to uh, be actively. It's like people say, it's not enough to be like not a racist. You almost have to step up and be an anti-racist at this point. The days of not being a racist are almost over. You almost have to stand up against the Charlottesville people marching with tiki torches. And I think I think we're at that point. We made fun. We're making fun of religion. We're making fun of the Bible. Again, by the way, I want to point out, I'm not making fun of anyone's faith. But I think that, that was last year. You know what? The next, you, what's next year? What's, what's, what's the new year? What's the number of the year? I think you can't really... Wait, wait, wait. What's the next year? What year are we coming out of? 2022? What's next year? Say it. 2023. Three. You know what that rhymes with? Me. You know what I'm going to say because you said it at a comedy club in 1993. No, I said I didn't say it in 1993. I said it in 2003, coming off like a breakup. And I was like, "Fuck this! 2003 is gonna be the year of me." Yeah, because I was coming off sure, a breakup. I'm pretty sure in 1993 you screamed out at a comedy club. 1993, it's all about me. All right, <laughs> that's what I, that's how I'm gonna remember. That's okay. how I'm telling the story going forward. I mean, that's possible too. I'm that kind <laughs> and of. And as a matter asshole. of fact, I'm gonna say it was Pip's Comedy Club on Emmons right. Avenue. I mean, that's April. very possible too. I don't know why that has any relevance to this, but yo, man, new year, new fear, right? That's what I said. Yeah. Do you remember? So you, you want? So do you, you remember? Want, wait, wait. Do you remember the president went to Moscow a couple of years ago? Yeah. And he gave this. I, big I just speech. I want to stick with the podcast thing because oh, we were talking about the sorry. podcast. All right, all right, I'll just remind me to come back to this. Yeah, because it's more important. It's 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 relevant. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's maybe not what you want to talk about. It started off sounding like, you know. Yo, you know what? Next year, you know those, those chess clocks? Yeah. When you play speed, like sure. chess. Fucking, we're going to have to get that for the podcast. <laughs> and I'm great. like, Rusty, you passed Everybody your time. Everybody gets like an yeah. hour. Yeah. yeah. You got to fucking. No. no you could just wait me out. Yeah. Just fucking, you know? You're done. You're done. And just fucking. Yeah. That's good. Chess clock. So I like the fact that you have a direction that you want to, you know, take the show into or not the show itself maybe but are you talking about like what you're talking about like the show proper that's what I no 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 the show proper 
we're still going to delve into the Bible. We're not going to we're not going to abandon the people well, that got on board. We're not delving into the Bible. We're we're doing the Bible. Yeah, we're, we're going to be scholars. We're yeah. scholars. We're going to be yeah. scholars. Yeah, yeah. Biblical scholars. scholars. Yeah, scholars. Yeah, scholars. I'm going to be more scholarly than anyone. Uh, that hey. fucking uh, yeah. Yeah, scholar. So, um, yeah. So no, the show proper, absolutely. I, I all right. This this is how I imagine it. We I found the last couple episodes. Well, a lot almost to Deuteronomy. We talk a lot in the beginning of it. We have a fucking big banter in the opening, and it's fine, it's fine. But I think sometimes, it, like if somebody was coming in, like I'm trying to promote on the street level, like my podcast about Bible Bible, I'd hate for someone to get in there and listen to 40 minutes of us talking about my vacation. Like that guy that complained like five things they don't like about a podcast. So I want to get back into the Bible, maybe on the Patreon content level. Maybe we talk more, we get more active, we get more. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what what it, what it's going to take. I mean, what form it should take and which direction we should go. But I definitely think we need to use this platform for good. And yeah. by good, that means, you know what it means, man. I don't want to say it, man. I don't know if people listen more for the Bible or more for the... I don't either because them stiff necks don't feedback. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I'm going to change the playlist. Okay, why don't you pause the music? And I, and I, and I, I found something in the flood that I dug out and I figured it'd be good for a Christmas show, man. So why don't you pause, just pause the playback before... Before you find your song that you're looking for, just pause the playback. Make it silent. What do you mean? Pause the playback while you're looking for the next song. Okay. So I found some, and I figured in the interludes, we can go. I found some nice. jingle bells, man. This jingle is not a digital bells. effect. I'm actually shaking four balls. Four. Four jingle bells. Yeah, Very nice. I mean, that's all I have, man. That's, all I got. that's it, man. That's it. I was going to hold it under the desk and like just stop playing it like without you knowing. And you're like, what is that? Props? What are you, fucking Carrot Top over there? Uh, I ruined, like, your whole bit, like, by right. playing music. I'm it's sorry. All right, it's all right, man. It's all right, man. You didn't know. I didn't know, Scott. Yo, it's like when you call somebody up to tell them something, they already assume something else, and fuck, yeah, we won't even get into that. I'm sorry, man. Right. No, that's fine. I'm really sorry. That's okay, man. You're all about squashing me. So, listen, the first year... Oh, shit, a little fucking... This is, this, this is harder Pink Floyd. It's like hard Pink Floyd, I call it. Hard Pink Floyd? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a rock and roll song. Like anybody could, this could, anybody could have done this song. So Dave Gilmore says when Roger like presented like them with the wall, like he showed up to the studio and he like gave them two albums, mm-hmm. and like one of them wound up being the pros and cons of hitchhiking, you know. And then I think that was it. That was the final cut. No, the final cut was what was ever left over from the wall, right? Most of the yeah. time. Yeah. And so Dave Gilmore was basically like the wall was like shit. He's so, like, we had to like do so much fucking work to make it listenable. I don't want. I don't want to keep talking about Pink Floyd. Like you seem to be on a Dave Gilmore Pink Floyd. T- yeah, I trip mean today. the song came on, yeah. so that's what made me. But think I'll of say it. So, just last night I was listening to some, some of my deep cuts, and I found a working. Uh, I don't know what they call like when they're still working on a song, not a demo, but whatever the fuck it is, it's a work in progress, and it was comfortably numb. A studio version. Yeah, yeah, and it was unfinished. So I played it, and Roger and Roger Water comes on, and he starts. Talking about the doctors coming, he's gonna help you out. So you think, all right, you know it's comfortably numb, but it's awful. It's fucking awful. And then Dave Gilmore part starts, yeah. and it's exactly the Dave Gilmore part you know now. Yeah. And he fucking rocks out the guitar, yeah. and then it goes into Rogers, <laughs> yeah. and it's garbage again. Yeah. So I'm thinking, how many versions Roger came to David Gilmore, and David Gilmore never changed his part. He's like, yo, my shit's tight. Yeah. You keep coming up with some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send it to you, man. I got it, man. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> Yo, look out the window, kid. That might be Santa. Fucking Santa. What the fuck kind of story is Santa? 
What kind oh, of story is Santa? Oh, somebody sent an article I didn't read, and they're saying, uh, to all you fucking atheists and non-believers, Christmas is not a pagan holiday. We did not, ad- we did not capture, I didn't read the article, so I can't really comment on it. We did not railroad some pagan holiday to get more votes for Chris, you know, for Christ. Like, man, that's bullshit. You can't change my mind, man. That's exactly what you did. I can't wait to find out about the Christmas tree in the box. So you're saying someone has a counter argument to, like, reality and facts? I don't understand. Uh, who's reality? <laughs> right. <laughs> who's facts? Yeah. Indeed. I'm looking forward to the end of this year, man. <sighs> Why? I don't know. Wasn't a good year? It wasn't a bad year. I think it was a uh, transitional year. Yeah. I think it was... Um, I think I think we're coming out of COVID, even though it's going to be with us for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy about that. Um, I got to see people I haven't seen in like five years. I left a company a couple years ago. Yeah. And then I joined another company, then COVID hit. So I haven't seen my ex-co-workers for about five years. Mm-hmm. I went to see them last week mm-hmm. after getting boosted for the COVID and the flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because, you know, just, just, you know, just in case. Oh, can I talk about vaccines real quick? Yeah. So I was talking to somebody and uh, we went to dinner. And I mentioned how I got the, the COVID booster. They're like, Why? <laughs> like with with bass in their voice, like why? Like all right, why, why are we fighting about this? Because uh, I think it's the right choice for me. You know, medical freedom that everybody yeah. talks about. Um, and then I went on, I was like, no, I'm not going to leave it alone. I was like, well, I'm seeing a lot of people. I want to boost all my immunities as I can. It's like all right, whatever. Like they were dismissing me. I was like, you know, no, whatever. We're going to talk about this. I got to tell you, when I went, to, I went to Costco to get it. They literally, it's like going to a restaurant. They give you a menu of vaccines you can get. Wow, <laughs> you can get like thirty vaccines there? in Costco, right? What? Uh, was there a long line? Zero. I was a walk-in. Nobody. Okay. Their website crashed, so I was like, oh, it must be busy. So I just happened to go to a Costco. I was mm-hmm. like, I walked into the pharmacy. I was like, can I get a, Can I do a walk-in? The guy looked around. I like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Fill out some paperwork. They literally give you a menu of like 30 different vaccines you can get. So I'm like, hmm. <laughs> if it if it, I didn't want to look like a pincushion, I would be like, I don't even know what this disease is. Give it to me. What the fuck? I don't care. Yeah. Shit. 50 fucking years old. You're going to grow a third arm. Yeah, good. I could use it. You don't think there's a limit to, like, how many, like, vaccines you can get in one day? I only got the flu and the COVID. But I want, I, I, Did you have to pay for it? You had to pay. You know, I have health insurance, yeah. so I asked him. I was like, is my health insurance paying for this? I thought the government's still uh-huh. paying for it. He's like, it depends, but you're going to pay nothing if you have health insurance. Well, how many vaccines can you get for free is what I'm asking. Like, I I'm think, thinking about going well, down well, there. I, I think, I think it was, how often did they say we should get boosted now? Once a year? Next year? I think I'm gonna run this joke at the pharmacy. I'm like, give me this one, give me this one, give me this one in the right arm, this one in the left arm, and I'm gonna see if he like how many I can yeah. get. That'd be funny, man. Yo, like Fucking you know, like hours. people like they go out, they get like hammered up. They're like, let's go get tattoos. Like we get hammered up. We're like, oh man, let's go get vaccine yeah. shots. And they're like, uh, before they give it to you, like you've been drinking, sir? No, I ain't been drinking. <laughs> hey, just standard question, gotta ask. <laughs> God damn right I've been drinking. How else do you think I'm going to take this needle in the arm? Yo, man, it was diseases I never heard of that they have vaccines for, Nice, man. nice. I'm just wondering if I never heard of it. Like, that's like that podcast just trying Yo, to muscle it on the space, man. That's just like water they're pumping into you, man. There's no diseases. That's, that's how they control you, man. Yo, I bet you there aren't, considering the Bible shows people lived for 900 fucking years in the beginning of the Bible. Well, actually, what did you say about that? Do you think humans ever lived that long at one time? Do you think that was a thing? <laughs> what are you laughing about? Do I think that people <laughs> lived to be 900 years yeah, old? I mean, you weren't around. I mean, is there any reason to think there wasn't? 
I mean, there's no reason. I mean, I don't know. There's a tremendous reason to think that, <laughs> that people didn't live 900 years. They didn't have like medicine or technology. If you walked, they around, were exposed to the elements. If you lived in a nice hut, limited your social when? interactions. Tell me when. What year? Well, the Bible was written 6,000 years ago. Yes. But you said it was the event. Wait, wait. The Bible was written 6,000 years ago. Or the events depicted in the Bible was 6,000 years ago. No, the creation this. creation was like 6,000 years ago, let's say. All right, say. so let's say for argument's sake, 5,500 years ago. Okay. You had a nice hut. You fucking, you, you were born rich, didn't have to work. Yeah. You could fucking isolate yourself. Do no heavy labor. Don't trip, fall down. No cuts, no lacerations. No, don't expose yourself. Could you live 900 years? I'm surprised that you're asking me this question because you're a big fan of Seth MacFarlane. And Seth MacFarlane made a movie, right, called like A Million Ways to Die in the West or something yes, like that? Yes, yes. It wasn't that good, actually. Uh, right. But the premise of the movie was basically like how in the West, like because there's no medicine or this or that, like people die of like all kinds of like crazy shit, everyday shit. But that's what I'm saying. If you I, if you bubble boyed yourself back 5,500 years ago, would you live 900 years? No. All right. So you're saying this Bible's bullshit is what you're saying, I think. <laughs> Well, yes, but not just because of that piece of evidence. Like, there are other pieces of evidence. So I don't want anyone to say, oh, is that the only reason? No. Because what people will say is it's a faith-based, like, telling of creation. Hmm. So it's at a time where people couldn't explain why creation happened. So they wrote that. I mean, they had so, to understand. So you take it as a parable. You take it like a fucking Hansel and Gretel type of story. The New Testament is where it's at. Based on the do do a quick math calculation. Based on the pace we're covering the Bible, how long before we get to that so-called New Testament? I don't know. So it's a long way off, right? Yes. All right. I want to get there, man. Yeah. But you know what? I don't want to get it too fast either, because getting there is half the fun, man. I gotta say, like, there might be like parts where like. You might want to just, like, not even, like, cover and skip through. No, I would not do that. I, I, no, I wouldn't do that. And it's not even so. It's, it's kind of like. Never okay. say never, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell never you this. Never say never. I'm, I'm pretty sure never I Never commit this yourself on fucking tape, man. Uh, well, unless I'm running for office, or it doesn't fucking not matter. not tape anymore. Yeah. And, not, and I hate when corporate people say this. I think I discussed this once before. Like when a corporate guy gets up there to give, like, the year end or the quarterly hand, hands-on-deck fucking meeting. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, and then Nicole over there and accounting fucking gives me this. And, you know, my OCD fucking doesn't let me do it. And they, everybody laughs. I'm like, there's literally people with OCD that, like, can't go to work, you asshole, because it's a fucking actual mental illness. And you're up here making corporate fucking jokes about it. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm going to say something along those lines, but acknowledging that it might be insensitive. We can't skip parts because that would affect the small obsessive part of me that would I would I want to be able to look somebody in the face right before they plunge a dagger into my heart on the L train motherfucker I read the bible did you right before I fucking slide out it. for me like like I can't come at it I respect ass. that you don't have to fucking justify it I got yeah. it so if we find entire parts that are just ridiculous we are going to mention that we looked at them and they had no redeeming value there's absolutely nothing to talk about all right sort of like all them names that you you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
No, so we're gonna make sure it's all covered. Yeah. There's not gonna be when people pull up the fucking Spotify and we have the span Deuteronomy one. Like, there's not gonna be a missing fucking space anywhere in there. Right. Yeah. Because shit's missing, that means fucking shit's being hidden. And they're like, that's the fuck. You know what? That's the fucking thing. Oh, them two atheists that changed the world. I'm talking about me and you, man, because we're gonna oh, change yeah. the fucking world okay. with this shit. Notice what they left out. Deuteronomy 712. Yeah, because there was nothing in there. But we had to say, no, we, we, no, we covered it, man. It was, yeah, it was we, actually we it. It was just, it was bullshit. Yeah. It was nothing. Can't prove a negative, motherfucker. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Cover our bases, man. What else you got, man? What else do I got? What else you got, man? You think I'm not bringing enough? Yeah, yeah. You want more? Yeah, I want. I, I'm fucking ready you for want more. more. Man. You know what? We gotta be like, we gotta be like Curtis Sliwa in the late '70s, early '80s. We gotta ride the subways with our berets and like, like attack, not attack, but fucking. Squash Bible shit right there on the street level. Did you see the trailer for the Oppenheimer movie they're coming out with? No, I didn't even hear about this. Yeah. I'm a, I've, I've been so not into media for like quite a while now, but it's getting yeah. worse. And this is going to be an Oppenheimer movie. Um, I don't know if you watch Peaky Bl- Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. No, it's been recommended to me several times. The main character from that, he's going to play Oppenheimer. Just is that a British show or an American show? It's a British show. Uh-huh. So it they speak matter. British. They it, speak doesn't American. Matter. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Fine. All let's right. not go into the weeds on. Uh, right. Fine. Let's not go into the weeds oh, on that. I know what one. weed you want to get into. That's one of those shows. So if you want, really want to, I watch like the first three seasons of that show, and that's one of those shows where, after a while, the stakes start getting so high. You know, it's like first like this person dies, then that. It's just like it's, it's too much. Do you remember we talked about that show, Dark? That German yes. show dog, and you like sure. they make you do all the work. So I was reading like a like a thing about a new show, like eighteen eighty nine. It was called. I don't remember what the show was about, but when I was reading like the synopsis, I'm like, oh, this sounds pretty cool. And then it said, brought to you by the producers of Dark. I was like, next. <laughs> like, like, no. Is that the one with Helen Mirren and? Love her, by the way. Um, I, I don't know who was in it. Um, okay, just Harrison Ford. No, no. I think it was a series. I can't imagine Harrison Ford being. In do you know series. Sylvester Stallone is in a new series? He's he like plays a, like a, a mobster. In Tulsa, Oklahoma That's right. Or something. I, yeah. I've been to Tulsa. So great. That's like one of those shows I bet where it's like the first season is like comical to watch because it's like you know Sylvester Stallone. He's like a mobster in Tulsa, but it's probably going to be one of those shows where it, it, the plot lines are going to become so fucking ridiculous. Somebody on one of my feeds said they they checked out Tulsa that Stallone show and they love it. Yeah. Well, I got I to I gotta see who it was so I can, whether I can take it seriously. Yeah, not yeah, that I'm going to watch it because like, I've right. just, just been so busy lately. Um, I mean, look. Oh, just so busy, you know, with everything. Oh, I'm just too busy for everything. Scott, um, are you still keeping up with NASA shit? Um, so, I mean, I saw the Artemis. Uh, I didn't see uh That's Orion not what I'm fucking asking. Why don't you chill the fuck out, man? Scott. New Year, it ain't, ain't going to be like this, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping up with some NASA stuff. I've been very busy right. with my personal life, so yes. All right. But yes. Can you explain to me the Artemis mission? I, I, I don't really fully understand it. It's just we're basically looking to go back to the moon, and these are like the stages of right. that All right, so real path. quick. That's it. Artemis 1 just, just came back to Earth. That was pretty much a test flight. It was for what? Uh, to, to test what? To test the, the Orion spacecraft. To te- no, not so much the trajectory. Test all the integrated systems. You remember the Apollo missions? It was very stagey. Like they yes. did everything piecemeal. Sure, I remember. Well, Artemis one, they said, "Fuck it." Okay. We're gonna launch. We're gonna go around the moon and back. We're gonna go into a retrograde lunar, like a deep retrograde lunar orbit that's never been done. It's all math. 
that enabled the capsule to go out for 30 days. Like, no moon mission was 30 days. What was the Apollo mission that flew around the moon but didn't land on the moon? Uh, was well, the, there one before Apollo 11? Yeah, Apollo 8. It was manned. Apollo 8 was manned. That had to suck. And Can you imagine being in that craft, being that close to the moon, but not being the ones? All right, I'm going to tell you something. I don't, I, and it's been, cause they I, chose I'm, you three to be the guinea pigs. <laughs> you're I, part of the test. We're gonna, you're going to get as close as any other human will ever get without landing on the moon. Yeah. So Apollo 8, think about it. Like It's a figure eight. They did a figure eight from the Earth around the moon and back. Uh-huh. Um, I want to say Apollo 10 was manned to the moon, but I could be wrong about that right now. If it was 8 or 10, I believe let's say it was 8. They went fully capable. They had the lunar lander. They had everything, but it was a test mission. And I read, this could be all like jokey, NASA yeah. jokes, that they purposely made sure there was no fuel in the lunar lander because they were afraid the cowboy fucking astronauts nah, were going to fuck. That's crazy. Of course it's crazy because NASA is known for following the rules. Yeah. But these were also crazy test pilot fucking cowboys. Yes, but they were already fucking profiled psychologically through. Nah, man. Come on. Yeah, that's yeah. that's. I bet you that's an urban legend. There's no way that's maybe, real. Maybe. So, so Artemis One was it was basically an integrated systems test. Everything from start to finish, with a drone. Plus, basically. if you're really thinking about it, the weight, right? Everything is important. So that thing had to be fueled because if they're doing a test run, like a dress rehearsal, everything has to be dressed exactly that way. I think what happened was in the middle of the night, a NASA engineer went up to the lunar lander with a bag full of sand, and he looked at the fuel tanks, and he went. And he poured out the fuel and dumped the sand in and tried to get away before the arrows came shooting at him. Yes. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Of course they did. That's absolutely. And when they went to get when they went to like do the landing, like, by the way, we replaced your fuel with sand. Don't fucking do it. So anyway, Artemis one was an integrated systems test. Passed with flying colors. Integrated systems test. All the things were there. Basically, Orion was communicating a, with one another. Like Orion was a drone yeah. and it was left out there for like almost I think 20, 20 something days. Longer Who than any the computers. Uh, I, uh, NASA? I don't know who actually builds the computers. Who built the rocket? Was it JPL? NASA built it. NASA and JPL, as far as I'm concerned, are the same. Aren't they different? I, I'm, I guess they Jet have different Propulsion names. Lab is part of Stanford, isn't it? I'm, I couldn't tell you. I or really Caltech. One of those like northern, like, so it's no, yeah, North there. California, Bay Area. Like. I said that like Stanford's not in California, but I don't know what the fuck Stanford is. JPL. Are you serious? You don't know, like, if it's... I never thought about it. This is your fucking... It's under the umbrella of NASA at this point. Dude, man, if you asked me 10 years ago, I might have been able to get, like, name who runs JPL. You've forgotten it, you think? I'm just just not as into it as I used to be. Yeah, but... I don't retain the information. Okay. So, I'm sorry. So, Artemis Swarm, Orion was out there longer than it'll ever be for a fucking mission to stress its systems. Okay. Pass with flying colors. Artemis 2, hopefully by the end of next year, will go up manned. Okay. But not land on the moon. Okay, so so those are the people like d- like damn, what the fuck? So close yet so far. What is the Artemis, plan? What year? Artemis three, and I think by twenty twenty five, which means probably we'll be dead before they actually land this thing. The problem with Artemis three landing is there's no lunar lander built yet. It was it was it was sent out to private corporations, so Blue Origin. 
Check out who's fucking producing the Lunar Landers. Go ahead. Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos from Amazon. Mm-hmm. SpaceX, mm-hmm. Elon Musk from SpaceX. Mm-hmm. Well, they're getting money from the federal government. Of course they are. Yeah. It's, and it's not like they're producing it. They've been contracted and to, ba- basically a third to company. This. And I don't know if it's Martin Marinetta or fucking Rock, uh, Rocketdyne or fucking, you know, Raytheon. Who the hell? I don't know who it is anymore. Um, so basically, a commercial partner is building the Lunar Lander. It hasn't been decided. It was decided, I think, SpaceX, Starship, is going to build it. Starship hasn't made it to space yet. So we are planning to land on the moon with shit technology that has not been created yet. So I'm not too fucking hopeful that we're going to see people land on the moon before I have a die of a heart attack. Oh, yeah, that's bad. And the fact that literally Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are controlling whether we land on the moon again or not. That's kind of how, what's her name, Elizabeth Holmes ran Theranos. Like, she ran Theranos on technology that hadn't been invented yet. Here's what I said. I don't know if I told this on the podcast. I hope I didn't. Elon Musk with SpaceX, they keep launching Starship up and letting it blow up. They figured, we'll, we'll fucking just build these things, launch them, see what went wrong, and fix it. Could you imagine all that? Like, because you have money to do that. That's In the real world, you can't do that. So that's why Elon Musk, when he talked about going to Mars years ago, he goes, would you like to colonize Mars? A lot of you are going to die on the way. He, teach, he treats people like throwaway technology. Oh, it'll blow up. We'll learn for the next mission. Where NASA don't play that game. And they shouldn't play that game. We should be assured that nobody's going to die on the fucking mission. And they're talking about lunar missions, lunar sustainability. They're going to build a lunar gateway. They're going to build a space station around the moon. And future missions will go to this gateway. They'll hang out on the space station and then transfer to the lunar lander to come down, chill on the moon, then go back up, chill on the gateway, then shoot back to Earth. So it's a whole fucking ecosystem that's not built yet. So I'm not very confident about it. What not is, that I'm not what's, for. What's well, the purpose of the ecosystem? Like, is there a, a short-term purpose? Well, I think NASA, rightfully so, doesn't want to just go to the moon to plant the flag. It's not about a space race at this point. We want to go there and maintain a presence on the moon, okay. which could still be planting the flag, but sustainability. We want to go there for a reason, not just to shove it up the Soviets' ass. Sure. And to do that... You don't want to just throw away everything. You want you know. once once we build this particular infrastructure, we'll have thought of like the next step. You know, like right. what are we gonna do now? And we'll build on that. Right. And you know what? Fifty from years there, from now, we'll go to Mars. And, and fifty years from now, somebody's gonna land on the moon and go, "Hey, Rusty, how long have you been on the moon? Twenty years." Fifty years, years like, from now, somebody better be landing on Mars, Scott. Let's be real. Fifty years from now, come on, someone's gonna land on so Mars within the next time. fifty years. I hope. I hope so. It's gotta. The rovers are awesome. The technology is awesome. But there's something to be said about a human touching down on a planet. That's fucking amazing. I honestly don't understand how we live in a time where we know so much about the universe and, like, what needs to happen for the human race to survive, right? Any any person who's half intelligent and is a leader of a country or a nation knows what we need to survive and the fact that we are not all working together for that end is a fucking disgrace man i know why we don't do that we are alone out here man but i know why we don't do that 
we did that once. We built a fucking magnificent tower to reach into the heavens, <laughs> and God squashed that shit. That's true. So we know we can't work together because we'll get true. squashed. So we almost had to sneak up on God. Bro, not just the magnificent tower, like the city, fucking like the whole thing was like awesome. Everybody was getting along. We gotta like we gotta n- go knock knock knock. God's gotta answer the door like brushing his teeth. Go, oh fuck, how'd you get here? We need to sneak up on sneak his ass. Attack. And so, you know what? It might so have to be an attack. So that's why, like, um, sending the particle through the fucking quantum entanglement is so good. We can just, like, open a portal in fucking God's fucking yeah. bedroom and fucking cold clock him. Yeah, you know that green hand that grabbed the Enterprise in that old original series episode? Yeah. We need to fucking send that green hand out, man. Nice. He, don't see, he won't see that coming. What's this? Oh, it's a green hand, motherfucker. Yeah. I wonder if that's possible. What's like, possible? scientifically, is... Are portals possible? Like, can I open up a portal, like, and step through a portal and, like, step out, like... Yes. Yes. But you have to come up with the requisite, like, hand motion, like... Well... (laughs) And then project the power. I got all excited because Scott was like... He, like, looked... He started nodding, but, like, a serious nod, like... Like he had known like some science. You know what? I appreciate the fact that you think if you were talking about crazy portal technology, <laughs> if Scott says yes to it. It's, well, it's you a, know it's why it's I thought like you would have said yes? Because I read something. Because like you have like a Star Trek book, right? It's like uh, the science of Star Trek where like to. it tries to break down like how transporter technology would be possible. Funny you mentioned that Replicators. book. Replicators. Funny you mentioned that book because similar to the storm that hit us today, Sandy destroyed that book. That book went in the garbage 10 years Damn. ago. Damn. Yeah. And then my fucking Sandy shit fell off the fucking wall today. Isn't that weird? You know what people don't think of? There's two things that you would totally need that people don't really think about. They don't think about, like, inertia dampeners, right? <laughs> like, can you imagine, like, you're standing on the bridge of the Enterprise and fucking Jean-Luc Picard is like, warp five, engage, right? That shit takes off, right? Like... On any, like, fucking, any, like, physical, like, re- reality, like, you would get splattered yeah, by the yeah, back yeah, of the yeah, ship, yeah, right? Because yeah. it would take off and you'd be standing still. I went to a, I don't remember years ago, you sent me one bunch of, you might have given me one ebook about Star Trek. Yeah. Like a Star Trek book. And it was about, <laughs> it was one ebook. So I read it and I was like, they went into graphic detail. They found a starship. They couldn't find the crew. And then they realized it was the goo on the walls because oh, they're inertial dampeners. Gross, and they went into detail yeah. about exactly that yes. thing. So people don't think about that. Like, just imagine being in a car or like a roller coaster that just takes off, you know? Yeah, you like, feel from, it. you press that. Right, you're right. Now imagine doing that, like, at like whatever warp five speed is, you know? Well, we do it slow. That's why we get up to it gradually. So, you need, like, things that will stop your fucking inertia. Well, they, they, you know, transported technology in Star Trek. Yeah. It's obviously ridiculous. And, like, somebody must have said back in the 60s when they came up with this idea, well, how do you account for every fucking thing? Like, some guy named Heisenberg. Do you remember Breaking Bad? Yes. His nickname course. was Heisenberg. The chaos theory. Right, right. Well, well that's, it, they said Heisenberg says you can't account for everything. Scott, man, I got to say, man, wait, wait. I am a little insulted that you would think that I would not know. Like Heisenberg, I didn't, I didn't remember if you watched or, fucking or a chaos Breaking theory Bad. or like a chaos theory was fucking. Oh, that was from Jurassic Park. Like there he was are things Heisenberg? I know. No, Jeff Goldblum's character. I just know played, it. Uh, all right, all right, but Jeff Goldblum talked about chaos theory. Okay. Dra- anyway. Yeah. So, 
they said, well, well Heisenberg, fuck it. You wish to enough Star Trek episodes, you'll hear them talk about Heisenberg compensators because okay. it's, a, it's part of physics. They can't fucking make up, you know, fix. Uh, so they made Heisenberg compensators, like they made inertial dampers. Right. So Gene so Roddenberry just like was some very bullshit cle- like yeah. explanation. So Gene Roddenberry was very clever yeah. that he like knew the science, he knew what we didn't know, right. so he made shit up or his staff made it, or like yeah. whatever it was. And <laughs> you totally need a goddamn deflector shield because like fucking if you're like going. At warp, whatever, and you hit like a fucking interstellar bug, you know that yeah. shit could fucking like fuck up the whole ship. Two two interesting things going on with the space station recently. In December, they realized um, the last Soyuz that came up with three astronauts, one American, two uh, Russians, mm-hmm. has a leak. Now the Soyuz stays docked to the space station until that. Cr- some crew needs to leave, and they take the Soyuz. It burns up, and fucking whatever they do it. Are they it's still pretty- doing that? The Soyuz right now? They are. Yeah, they are. They're Even with the war, Roscosmos and NASA are still like partnering, which is okay. fucking cool, man. Which which gives me hope. Yeah. That like the Putin nonsense or whatever, whatever side you're on politically, like the science is still at least fucking going on. Okay. And you know he he threatened like I'm gonna pull out of this. So uh, they're trying to figure out how we're going to bring this crew home. There's plenty of options. So they're gonna they decided the next Soyuz, or they're working on it. The next Soyuz is going to go up unmanned as a rescue boat, and they'll probably just junk the one that's up there. There was a reason I was telling this story. Oh, the space station had to make an emergency. You know, this is kind of like 2010, the sequel to 2001, the one with Roy Scheider. Oh, where they're at with war, the Russian crew. They, that's yeah. right. We're just like a few years off. I'm going to come back to that in a second. So just recently, the uh, this International Space Station had to make an emergency evasion maneuver. They had to boost their orbit because of debris. It was a part of a Russian rocket. It was probably I don't know if it was a, like the big part, but you know, a fleck there's of, a lot of fucking debris out there. A fleck there. of paint hits you at orbital velocities. Yeah. It breaks windows. A fleck of paint. Yeah. So space is fucking hard. Have man. you seen a visual representation of like it's, what? It's like, crazy. Like how do they? Like I'd be, wouldn't crazy. you be afraid to like fly through that? It's like crazy. to go to the moon? Like it's you have to crazy. get through all that shit. Yeah, it's crazy. So deflector technology. Another one. Someone said, "Okay, wait a minute. If you're traveling at eight billion miles an hour, a fleck of dust, a speck of dust, will destroy your ship." So Gene Roddenberry's like, "Well, we have a deflector that fucking pushes shit out of the way." All right. So fucking like it's all fucking well done. I mean, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be able to like, especially it's if it's like a fleck of dust, it's just like poof, poof, get the poof. fuck out of the way. Yeah, yeah. It's all about and mass it's space, and so like it's a vacuum, so you don't even need that big of a push. You know what I mean? Like, brings us to Arthur C. Clarke and fucking Alien when they were like, "Yo, all right, so this alien." Oh, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. So Alien is attacking everybody on the ship. Like someone's gonna hear them scream. But the tagline for the movie in space: No one can hear you scream. Oh. That was the tagline for Aliens? Uh, Alien, the first one. Okay. No one can... I don't think I've ever seen it proper from beginning to end. Alien? Yep. I know, the, I know what the movie's yeah, about. Of course, of course. It was it was super gross, super disturbing, and it probably is one of the... Uh, about, but I thought Aliens overall I mean, I've was, seen the scenes. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it, like, proper, you know? Yeah. I think Aliens overall was the best all-around general audience movie. Like, I think Aliens, I like, got four stars when they used to rate them by stars. Aliens. Aliens. I got four. Yes. I think it was a four-star movie. I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Oh, too scary for me to see it. The My theater. sister and I went to see it. Uh, yeah, it was 12. fucking great. You gotta be young at the time, right? I don't remember. No. I don't remember. I don't know what year it came out. It was like 86. Yeah. Ah, oh, the Mets won the World Series. The Aliens around. Something like Santa's that. Santa's up on the roof. So, in a deflector shield, right? 
It can't be a poof because you're in a vacuum of space. There is no poof. Oh, there's no poof, right? So it would have to actually hit the <laughs> shield and bounce off. Right, right, right. So, so in space, nobody can hear you poof. <laughs> Not or, in space. Or queef. <laughs> no, it's nothing. Yeah. So fucking, we should, should we have a New Year's special too? No. What yeah. do you mean a New Year's special? I don't know. I don't know. No. You're not even going to be in town for New Year's. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking with COVID going around. What the fuck? You'll, you'll be all right. I'll be all right. I'll be somewhere. Yeah. This song is funny. I, I know we haven't listened to any Christmas music, though. Nah, you want to listen to Christmas music? I don't know. If you're at a Christmas party, would you want to listen to Christmas no. music? Right? Is it right? You know? No. It's, like, it's like good for the family or like when you're reminiscing, but like, is it like really good no. for... Yeah. I feel like we've had like a mix of like different genres. I don't know this. What is this? We'll listen to. It's ACDC. It's a song about how. I, is, I feel like I hear me a woman's voice. Is this the guy that James is running with those weird shorts and shirt? So this is Bon Scott. This is the very original first singer, the one that sang uh, "Big Balls" and "Highway to Hell." I didn't know they had multiple singers. Actually, he died. Was he AC and the new guy is DC? Is that how that worked? No. It was always ACDC. And then the other guy took over. Did ACDC refer to the electrical currents? Yes. It's like a lightning bolt yes. between the AC and DC. Yes. Right? All right. I don't know. I mean, you're literally saying there's a lightning bolt. Now that, that I'm thinking about it, yeah. I was never like a big... And it's AC. like electric rock music. I was never a big rock guy growing up. You know, you were, know. You were a classic rock guy. Like, you exposed me you to a lot You were club of, music. Yeah, you were like exposing to all that classic rock stuff. Yeah. Classic rock is, I don't know, it definitely holds a very special place in my heart. Like, I've listened to a lot of different genres of music, but there's something about classic rock that still holds. I'm like, I'm sick and tired of, like, almost all those classic rock yeah, songs. Yeah, I know, you're not getting pretty anti-classic rock now. But let me ask you this. Was it because, like, it was endeared to you because you had an older sister that listened to classic rock? No, I just think it was... The music that like really because I, I had an older to. sister that um listened to a lot of dance music back in the day and back then it was disco and my sister was like really into dancing and fucking disco mm -hmm. so I think you know disco was kind of before my I mean time, disco was big like when I was growing up I remember like Donna Summer was fucking I'm sure huge. I like Gloria Gaynor like but like the genre like man there's, there's it's hard to listen to a lot of good disco these days man yeah man nah there's good. a fucking amazing the, disco song but that kind of play it right now but disco kind of morphed into the whole freestyle scene it morphed into like the whole dance music genre you know yes so sure so that's why yeah well disco actually was born from like rock like disco was like instruments mm. but it was like bass heavy right. and like synth heavy and then eventually they just took out like all the instruments and just kept the synth. Yeah. And freestyle, like if you think about it, like freestyle was probably the the first. And quote me if I'm like like correct me if I'm wrong. The first like Latino music. Like you, if you look back at the freestyle genre, that's a huge Latino fucking population. I would that. say it was the first Latino music to break through. To, like the mainstream, that's to, what I'm saying. To white audience. Yeah, I'm not talking about like some Tito Puente shit. I'm talking about like regular everyday. Like, not, I mean, I actually had that sound, but I'm saying it's like it's, it was like the breakthrough in American. Yeah. I mean, I guess to a certain extent. All right, I'm going to play this disco song, man. I don't think you're ready for this. I know the song. 
everyone should know this song. Is it 14 minutes long, though? No, this is the radio edit. Oh, how long is the original? Literally like 14 minutes. It's like nine minutes, minutes long, the yeah, original. Because you're so coked up on this shit yeah. at Studio 54. Right? I kind of wish I was a little older just to experience those clubs. Like, I got to experience, like, the Palladium and shit. You think you would have like, gotten into Studio 54? No, no, I was such a dork. Of course I wouldn't have. Yeah, Mick Jagger was hanging out in Studio 54. I got into the Palladium when I was, like, 15. Because like, yeah. I just had the right clothes on that day. Yeah. Like, I had one nice outfit, and I had oh, to wear it. Oh, shit, he's got Cavaricis on. Let him in. <laughs> Z Cavaricis. Yo, check out that turtleneck and the gold <laughs> chain. Yo, He's got a flat top. Send him right in. <laughs> yeah. Look at his decks. Yeah. Oh, the decks. Yeah. That was the outfit, right? Turtleneck, Cavaricis, decks, mm. gold chain, flat top. Yeah, maybe socks, maybe not. It was. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I'm already bored, <laughs> but I know the song, of course. You don't like it? Of course I do. Yeah. yeah. It's good background music. Well, like when I'm totally coked up on the dance floor and for, like under a disco ball, it's fucking awesome. I've never done coke in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Handful of times, never in a, like a really good environment. So like I, I don't, I, I never understood like why people did it. Yeah. Most of the people I knew that did a lot of coke, like were always paranoid. <laughs> like why would you be <laughs> like why do you spend the night scared? Yeah. Looking over there, show what was that? What was that? Dudes in the park. Remember back in the day, guys in the park playing cards all the yeah. time. It's like, just, I'm like, like, yo, let me get a piece of that gum. I'm like, what gum? The gum you're chewing. I ain't chewing gum. Oh, then why is your jaw moving so fast? It's just not like how I want to be rolling. You know what I mean? I like, you prefer a different kind of high, man. Yeah, like, I don't need to be, I'm already like hyper. You know that? That's right. You're you right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I need to, if, uh, my high, I need to get lower. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking. Yeah, like, if you're regulating, like, you mm. know, where you want to be. Uh, that's right. Yeah. It's probably why I drink alcohol now. Why drinking alcohol is like my drink, uh, my poison of choice. Because I'm not depressing. a doctor, really. But when I'm doling out drugs <laughs> for myself, right? We should have like the medical advice episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're giving the medical yeah. advice. All right, let's do it. Should we have a disclaimer that it, we're not giving medical advice, or no? I think we absolutely already disclaimed. That we're not the source for like medical advice on some previous episode. So, in a court of law, when someone goes, "Oh, I listened to these two jerk offs <laughs> in 2025," we can say, "But in 2022, we clearly said you shouldn't be listening to these two jerk offs." All right. Are you giving me legal advice also? <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna give legal advice and medical advice. And and we're gonna partner with JG Wentworth and give financial advice. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yo. Everyone should seven cash now. Put all your money into FTX. <laughs> yeah, wait, did that collapse already? Shh. Oh, yeah. no, that's a good time. We pump and dump, right? Yeah. yeah. Eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. Yo, listen, Rusty, man. Bottom line is... By the way, do you know what that FTX-like thing was? It was a it was a crypto exchange, right? Yeah. Where like, people trusted... But weren't you supposed to... Did they tell you, put your shit in a wallet, don't trust the exchange? Yeah, man. So let me ask you this. Is that what it was, though? Let's say you land in Turkey, right? You go on vacation. You're three in Turkey. In a row? You go to Istanbul. Uh, what? Three strikes in a row? That's a turkey bowling when you get three strikes in a row. I'll tell you that story in All a minute. Right, Let's hear your story first. All right. So you land in Istanbul, you take your dollar, 
and you go to an exchange to exchange the dollar for whatever the fuck they use in Turkey, right? The lear, I don't know what they use in Turkey. I'm going to say lear. You okay. can fact check me on that. I'm not fact checking. Right? I don't care. I don't know. All right. So you, never go to a you have $1,000, right? But that day, you're only going to use 100 so you, but you, you, you know, you're going to need to exchange. So you exchange a thousand dollars. You take a hundred. You leave the other nine hundred in the exchange, or do you bring it with you? You bring that shit with you. You don't I'm, leave it I'm in gonna, the exchange. I'm gonna say, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really know. I don't really know. So that. people basically people bought stole some financial advice. People bought like cryptocurrency, uh-huh. and kept that like money on the exchange. And he was using like all that money like that they were depositing. So in other words, their crypto, they couldn't sell it back. Like there was no more money like for them. Like there was no money. That's no different than what banks do. But I guess banks are FDIC insured and FTX is not. Well, banks right. are FDIC insured up to a certain amount. Yes. Like up to, I think, 250. 250 now. It used right. to be 100,000 back right. in my day. So and I was like, oh, man, I got to find a new bank because I'm blowing up. No, I never really said that. So, yeah. So basically... Right. So basically, like, he fucking spent, like, all that money. He embezzled money. Um, but no, it's like, but it's like, like, it's played off in the media. Like, it's like the, this der, der, der cryptocurrency thing. You know what I mean? Oh, they're trying to say cryptocurrency isn't valid, but the fact is, this Correct. guy was a scumbag. Now, don't get me wrong. The vast majority of cryptocurrency is fucking ludicrous. Mm-hmm. And, like, people, like, buying into that is, like, ludicrous because it has no fucking value. Yo, you know how, like, Elon Musk said, oh, you can buy a Tesla with crypto, so crypto got a big boost? Ludicrous should get into fucking crypto. <laughs> and he's like, when I buy, you buy. Like when I move, you move. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotcha. Like, yeah. yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Play his gimmick up, yeah, to yeah. make some money. Hell, fucking yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, I gotcha. So, Ice T's trying to sell car shields to like poor people. So to me, there is still good crypto right. that is going to be around. It will not be gone. It will never go to zero. It is here. It's mm. and it's only a question of like how high will it get eventually when it's like in its maturity. Um. But, like, nothing is ever nuanced. So when there's, like, reporting, it's like, ho-ho, it's like cryptocurrency, so blah, blah, it's blah. It's like, see, motherfuckers, I told you it was bullshit. When in reality, it was just a criminal who used a cryptocurrency exchange to commit, like, their crimes. So let, 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 let's see if this analogy works for our older people in the audience. It's like when Rus- Ro- uh, Rusty, <laughs> when Rocky went over to Russia and he came home in Rocky Five, and he was broke. Because Paul, he gave, he gave power of attorney to the lawyer. Right. It's not like, and fucking the lawyer invested, made bad investments and lost all the fucking money. And they tried to blame Paulie for losing all the money. And he was like, he's the crook. Right? So, you're, right. You're saying Rocky and Adrian should have <laughs> known better than fucking letting Paulie fucking handling the money. Yeah, I'm just saying fucking Tony Rocky Horror shouldn't have fucking touched his, that fucking guy, uh, Ving Rames' wife's feet. Yeah, I think you're all over the place right <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, just, let's not make cryptocurrency fucking enemy that it isn't. Cryptocurrency. Yeah. I mean, or let's make it, but this isn't like the reason for Bad example. It. Bad example. Yeah, people are just like, you know. People just, saw that shit and they were it's like. It's a this, narrative this, that this, they this, can fucking right, right. play. Yeah. That's why I always say if you're in a if you're in a if you're part of a controversial subject, you almost need to be right all the time. Because the moment you're wrong. That's why you're going to be remembered for. Oh, remember this time when FTX failed? 
Was there? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna hear a fucking. You should go out with like Rob Thomas's fucking uh, New York City Christmas man. Oh yeah. I want to play that. No, nah, you know you're gonna mock it. And that's been built up, man. You're gonna fucking mock it. Rob Thomas. You know what song I like? Believe it or not, and it was Christmas. Wasn't Christmas at Ground Zero by Weird Al Yankovic is not a bad song. You heard me? Listen. You heard? Weird Al Yankovic Christmas, Christmas at Ground is Zero. And it's not about Ground Zero and 9/11. It's about like when a, when the nukes fall. Yeah. What's the name of this stupid fucking Rob Thomas know, Merry song? New York City Christmas? I don't know. It sounds cheesy now. Now when you make me say it. A New York like, Christmas. Really? 21. That's the name of it? 21. No, this fucking song's like 15 years old at least. It's probably like a remix. What? He's got like... He's got matter, multiple man. fucking Christmas albums? Really? A New York wait, Christmas? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I can cut. Is this it? I think this is it, yeah. What year did this come out? Is it say? I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Oh, isn't this nice? The city, our city, our city. It's been beat he's the fuck falling up. to the angels. Yeah, come down to us. So he's like, it's a song about religion. Crowd around a big tree, It's not man. even about like the spirit of Christmas. It's about like some bullshit All angels. You strangers who know me, man. Listen to the words. Oh, you don't like compassion, right? Lord, how we it's Christmas, need it. motherfucker. You want to rock the bells? You and I have very, very different tastes in music. Don't get me wrong. I, I also like Christmas at Ground Zero, dude. We have very different tastes in music. Yeah, you like Mariah Carey. I'm, listen, I'm not even. I'm not saying this is bad. I want. I want to be very explicit. Because a lot of times, a lot of times when I, I'm sorry. A lot of times, my bad. A lot of times when I say like I don't like something, right? It's not binary. It doesn't mean I dislike it. What I'm saying is like I don't like it. It's it's not my thing. No, what you're saying is. You're stupid for liking this because I don't like this. <laughs> well, that's, that's what you're perceiving, this I'm song, saying. This song touched me. This song, The lyrics to this song touched me during a certain time period of when I heard it. So, yeah. So, fucking. So, for you, it's more the lyrics? You know me. It's always lyrics, man. We, that's where we differ a lot. I'm big into lyrics. But it's a song. But... I don't believe you because if you were into lyrics, you'd be like all about like Bob Dylan. So here, I'm glad you fucking mentioned that. I'm about lyrics wrapped around at least a sufficient melody, a sufficient musicality. Okay. Where Dylan's got great lyrics, I don't appreciate his musicality. Okay. Where I where Alanis Morissette is all encompassing, fucking awesome lyrics, awesome musicality. Okay. So there's great lyrics here. This is mediocre musicality. Combined, it's good. Okay. But it's better than Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer to me. Okay. You fucking song shaming me, man. Honestly, I think Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer is better than this. Yeah, of course, because you got to throw a fucking insult. Why is that an insult? Shh. He's breaking down now. 
the breakdown there. <laughs> this the breakdown. I don't know what the breakdown is. It's it, very repetitive. It's like too, a temp. Right? It's like a tempo change. Yeah. You know, like shit slows down. Yo, oh New York City God. went through a lot of shit over a couple years, and this song spoke to me at that time. Uh, all right. Go to album. It says 2002. It's called right. A New York Christmas. Yeah. It's so a single. It was right after 9-11. All right. I didn't want to fucking come out and say that it was fucking a time. All right. And he I talks about how we need your compassion more than ever. But you've been, like, joking about 9-11. Just recently, the last couple of days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you going to cry now? Maybe. Nah, man. I'm off my meds, cry, man. man. Or maybe cry. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. You think people want to hear you cry? cry shame me, too? I just want you to perform for the audience. Whatever perform, the audience man. I don't wants, fucking perform, man. man. My shit ain't performative. My shit is real from the heart. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm going to play my fucking bells. All right, Scott. I think you should definitely play your bells. When now? I just put them down. I, I wanted you to play us out. Yeah, well, I, I think that's the show. Yeah. I think this is the show, man. This is, this, this is the show. This is the show that you wanted to do way back when. Must you hear that? Must you hear that? Have a good Christmas, everyone. Must you hear that? Good holiday. Say do goodbye. All right. Bye.